This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going on? Things are good. Um, we were just recorded a couple days ago, so I do feel like we've we've caught up generally. So, well, sometimes we catch up and then like I'll go out into the great wide world I and I have like like I came back with another story. You have so many stories, um, more stories than me. I makes me whenever I hear your stories, I'm like, Jared is living. I'm well, no, I need to get out more. <laughs> I mean, I'll say I, I will say I've been feeling down. Oh, so sorry. like it's a okay. part. The yeah. part of the story is like, like it's not so funny. Yes, actually. <laughs> You try living out in this great big world. It's hard out there. A singles. Yeah. Well, well we just well, had Adam Pally on the show. He's going to be on the Sunday episode, so check that out. Fantastic guest. He was guest. so so funny. Such a such a great guest. I really enjoyed recording that episode. I love when we have guests come into the studio and like you can feel the hang. Like we yes. want to be, you know, we want people to like the guests so much that they go and like just go gobble up whatever they're promoting. They come, you know, Adam Pally didn't come here to hang with us because he likes us. He was like, I wanted my movies out. Yes. And it's, what is it called? Uh, Who Invited Charlie? And it's out there. You can go stream it. It sounds wonderful, but he was a great guy. You know, now I want people to watch really the movie vibed. more. You know, right. not every guest vibes. He vibed. He fit right into the You Up universe. Yes. The greater... And we got a we got a nice little perspective from a man who's also, in addition to being a fantastic actor comedian, been married for thirteen years. Different little different interesting perspective. He got depthy. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys he will had see some the, nuggets. Yeah, it's some. He had some things for me to. I'm going to hold on to the rope. Yes. You'll get that reference. You'll get it on next, Sunday. This Sunday on the UAP podcast. Now, I I'm a little down. I, you know, I don't know what it is. I I went to Aruba. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think there's like, there is this thing where it's like, I'm just exhausted of it all. You know, the taxi light when it comes on, yeah. you know, you, the sex in the city reference where it's like men turn on the taxi light yeah. and they're ready. I think a lot of that has to do with like, Ugh, just get me out. Yeah. Get me out of the, the rush of it all. Like, well, it, you know, the, the, I think a lot of that is like that. If I had to imagine again, I think it, they, they describe it as more of a male thing, but I'm sure it could be for mm. women too. It's sort of like, you probably get to a certain age. You're like, I feel like I've kind of like done the fun dating. I've done thing, the, I'm doing repeats up, whatever. now. Yeah. yeah. I've like been there. I've enjoyed it. It's been really fun, but I'm kind of like, I've been doing, it's like, it's lost its novelty. Potentially. Right. Yeah. I, I, it's lost its novelty. I feel a little defeated by it because it's like, you know, again, you're meeting lots of nice people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, nice is, you know, as as you guys have written, is is just a river and or it's a town a place in, in, place in Fra. Fra. Yeah. <laughs> just, you and know? you don't even like Fra. I don't even like Fra. Yeah. Fucking hate Fra. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, it's like you meet these nice people and you do this thing. You go, what a... Ugh. Well, I gotta, how's your weekend? I gotta do this again. I gotta start at level one. I think the the big 
exhaustion of dating is you keep going back to level one and then you get to level three and you're like, do I want to die on this level and go back to level one? I, I don't know. It's like, well, here's the thing. What We had another guest. I think it was Jay Shetty, which one thing that I remembered from mm. what he was saying, which I did enjoy, which was like the fact that he's like, you could make it work with anyone. That's but that to me isn't good advice. That's like depressing. Is like it? a little bit. Like I don't want to just make it work well, with I mean, anyone. Within reason. Like obviously you're not going to make it work with anyone. Of course, Jay but... Shetty's going to say that he met his girlfriend in the womb. <laughs> you know, and then they have a billion followers. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Jay was yeah. very nice guest. Yeah. No, I'm just. I. I don't. I don't mean to be like um, toxic I, I, positivity or right. something. But I do think there's there's something to be said for like. Like, if you're in the state of mind where you're ready for a long-term relationship mm. and someone is like, and you find them, you find the person attractive and you like hanging out with them and um, you share certain values, which seem like a lot of like crazy things, but there's a lot of people that would probably fit that bill for you, right? right? Like, I, I guess that's where it comes to this like feeling, you know, I feel a little lonely mm -hmm. and then you go... I don't want to just fill the loneliness with anyone. I want the loneliness to be filled with like excitement, but I don't, you know, um, I don't know. You know, I, I like last night. Okay. okay let's hear the story. So I, like, again, when I was in Aruba, I was like, man, there's a lot of alone time here. And I'm really felt like I was just repeating the same day over and over. Like wake up, beach, coffee, wordle, gym show wake up which too. is again like i i like <laughs> that but it would be nice to have someone talking in the background of those things you right. know to break i don't know and then you want to just get to that point with someone where you can do those things but with someone right yeah. and i and then but i know that there's this like in between and i might be just rambling at this point no, i don't I know think, if i, I think if you're, this is making you're, sense. you're touching on a thing that a lot of people who've been single for a bit Start to feel. Right. And yeah, I hope. And then, you know, I come back to New York and because of the travels, you know, the, I, I went to Irvine, did shows there. And then there was a, like, a, I got a lot of like, let's do drinks in Irvine. I'm like, and I did have this feeling of like, and this is where I kind of felt more lonely. You go, why would I do that? You know, you go, you go, why would I even waste my time? With like dates, you mean in Irvine? What, dates, yeah. Yeah. you know, in Irvine. Like, yeah. why would I? And you know, it, it, it's more depressing because they are so hopeful. You know, the people writing you, hey, let's get a drink. You can feel the hope and the, hey, this might be, you know, you're the one. In, because in my mind, it's a one in a billion shot that drinks in Irvine turns into this cross-country love affair. Why is you're, it one in a billion, though? I, I guess that's my perspective, my depressive perspective like that's my negativity showing okay right and i agree with you it's not a one in a billion b but i it, it's like their hopefulness almost i'm like against the bat like like i'm like you crazy idiot <laughs> like like i i feel more negative for their positivity okay you know i i right. don't know so and I'm sure they're kind of like how could you think that this is gonna work right what do you what do you want to do what are you thinking right. you Why idiot I mean, if that's the way that you're thinking towards dating, I would say, like, maybe it's time for a little break. Right. right. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, get drinks yeah. in Irvine. I didn't. Right. So. But that's and, also because it's Irvine. It's, it's not also. Like, if it would be, it's maybe one in 
200 in Irvine, whereas in New York, it would be like one in 50. Right. And I'm less negative in New York, but that is a vibe I'm, and again. Like, what's the point? What's the point? Right. And I think there's a lot of what's the pointers out there. And and I so now I, and I'm like, I probably am drinking too much. I'm probably like, and then like, you're drinking too much on your own. And then when you should be having a drink is with someone else on a date. And you're not even, and then you're like, well, I drank too much last night. I don't want to even go on the date to drink tonight. Does that make some sense? I mean, that's a different, maybe that's a separate issue. So like last night I did shows at the cellar. I did five shows, which is like too much. Yeah. Um, Tape podcast with you yesterday or no, two days ago. Yes. I taped my own podcast yesterday. Plus I did bachelor. So it was like, I, you know, I never shut the fuck up. And then I go do the shows and it's like 11.45 Tuesday night. And I'm like, I'll have one drink. And then I went to, and then I, at the cellar. And then I walked home. And on the way home is the Spaniard, which is a tough, you know, that's where you get the hopeful versus the negative. You, you see the Spaniard, which I would consider the 27-year-old embassy here in New York City. Like, it's just like, you walk by there, but it's hopping Tuesday yeah. night. Like, and you're like, and I looked in the window, you know, I'm like, you know, tiny Tim, you know, looking in. <laughs> Literal window tapping. Hello, look at, they're having fun. And I'm like, oh, there's hope in there. It's a mirage almost. Yeah. It's like a, you know, you, you and you see all those people in there having me. drinks. It could be me. So I go, and there's women. And you go, I'll, I'll pop in there okay. for one. And now you're doing this thing where you're walking around the bar with hopeful eyes of like, who am I going to talk to maybe? Where should I plant myself? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, if you go to a bar alone or if you go with friends, you're like, where do I put myself to be in the optimal, maybe something will happen position? And I sit, I find a chair and <laughs> I find a, a, a bar stool okay. and it's next to two women to my right. And I'm like, okay, optimal position. I, I, I'm like, I'm at a bar. Like if I'm thinking out loud of my thought process, I'm at a bar. Well situated. I'm well situated. That's busy, not too busy. This is actually to me, it's like the right amount of people around. Right. Right. And 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 you're going, if I was to think of where I would be to meet someone on a random Tuesday, this is all how it should be happening. Right. And like I'm looking across from me, there's two women here. To my right, there's two people here. There's there's, you know, there's variables all around. So I'm like, okay. And to my right, the two women are talking pretty loudly. So I'm like, okay, maybe they mention something that, or they look over and whatever. And one woman is helping the other woman with a breakup text. Okay. And I can overhear it. And she's like, and the woman writing the breakup text is like, oh, but he's so cute. Like showing the friend the picture. And I kind of glance over and it's like a shirtless picture. And I'm like, okay. this is kind of, I'm like, it's a little cheesy tacky, but I'm like, okay, I get what's going on. We have a dating podcast, whatever. Sure. Oh, he's so cute. But, oh, and then she's helping her write the text. And I think it's a very funny New York moment yeah, or bar moment, you know? At the embassy of 27-year-olds. Like, it, it all makes sense. Right. And I don't think negatively of them. I don't, you know, I just think that's nice. Women helping women on Women's History Month, right? 
Yeah, so, so close to International Women's Day. Day, right. On the eve of International Women's Day, <laughs> two women helping one another out. So I was like, so nice. To make and, a man feel bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to fuck this dude. Well, I'm like, and I'm like, maybe she's ending it. Or the, you know, the friend helping is cute. She's cute. And I overhear this and then I open up Hinge at a bar. Okay. I think opening up a dating app at a bar is stupid. Do I do it? Yes. Do I do it because it's on the roundabout of the apps that I open? Of course. Do I think of it and go, Jared, what the fuck are you doing five minutes in? Yes. I don't think happily of opening up a dating app at a bar. If you're listening and you've never done that, you think you're above me, good for fucking you. If you're listening and going, I do that too sometimes and I feel ridiculous. Yes, that's probably the normal way to feel. I felt ridiculous. I open it up and the woman who's writing the breakup text sees me, my phone, and whispers loudly, whisper, I'll put in quotes, that guy next to you is on hinge. And I'm like, I ignore it. And then she, her friend didn't hear her. Okay. So she goes even louder. That guy next to you is on hinge. <laughs> what? <laughs> what guy? That guy? That, right. I'm always bad at, at, at not pointing. Mike always, always yells at me when he's referring to someone. I'm like, that person? Yeah. He's like, put that finger away. <laughs> yeah, the loser me. pointer. <laughs> Who? <laughs> And I go, and I turn my head at the second one to look over. Maybe we'll have a fun conversation about this. Like, I I do think it's ridiculous. I'm on there. I agree with them. And that, to me, I'm like, there's the opening. And the friend who pointing me out, your friend pointer finger, that guy's on hinge, the one that's sending the breakup text that is on the other side of the woman goes, why don't you open up to the world a little bit and put down your phone? Oh, no. <laughs> I, like, though. The one who's me, breaking up with the guy said yes. this? Okay. Why don't you put down your phone and be present? Maybe That's that, what she said. Maybe that was their be, way of initiating conversation with well, you. Well, bad fucking job. <laughs> because I'm like, ugh, anyone who says get off your phone, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah put down the cigarette. You know, you don't yeah. do that to people. Put down the cake. You know, like. <laughs> Put down the French fries. You are an asshole. Yeah, no, you're an asshole. Um, but side commentary aside, she goes, "Why don't you put down the phone and be a little present?" Because she saw that I heard her basically talking shit about me. Which okay, okay. and I said I just didn't want to interrupt your breakup. Which to me is like I'm giving some shit back, but also like not mean. It's not mean. What's happening? Right. And her and the friend get up and she goes, I'm not a bitch. I'm just from New York. Okay. And walks away. Maybe she's just drunk. Of course they were drunk. But, you know, it was like a little bit of insult to injury. Like, it is. Well, the whole interaction sounded very New York. I mean, my God. (laughs) Everyone being. Guy alone at the bar. You're going to talk shit. The guy alone on a dating app at a bar. You're telling him. You should be like, you should be careful because I could be a murderer. Right. You ever heard of an incel? Yeah, that could be me. <laughs> that could be me, right? That's, it was just yeah. such a shitty, like, it felt like a rain cloud poured on my head. And I'm like, and it was like, and it, it really annoyed me because she like strutted away. Like, it was just like this, like, like, like it was just a very, like, I, I couldn't imagine being that way to anyone else 
Like, I, I, I guess, you know, it is funny that I do think that comes from like the anger at dating and singlehood. She's breaking up with someone. Her friend might be single. Yeah. She's going, my friend, you could be talking to her and you're opening up an app. And, it, and it's really, it was shitty of the person. And then I was about to put it on TikTok and we had just talked about like, Big, you know, about bad the dating stories. About, the article about TikTok guys <laughs> on the New York Times. I did tweet about it just being or not, like. Or, uh, podcast guys. Right. I wanted to find whoever she was dumping and be like, this is the best day of your life, man. <laughs> I think she was probably just drinking and it was like exactly what you had described. Like, oh, she's yeah. Like dating is clearly not going that well for her. So I'll take it out on this. I, it is funny that we do allow for the punching bag to be me. Who's, what do you mean we? Societally, <laughs> there's this thought of like, dude and bar on dating app, bad dude. I think it's just these girls. I think most right. people see a guy in a in a bar um, who's making conversation as like, that's what they're there for too. Why else are you at a bar? Of course. I guess yeah. because I'm on the dating app is I'm not open to conversation, which I was. Right. But I, I guess that's the... They're probably the triggered. Yeah, there's, there's a triggering They're going triggered on. Triggered by yeah. the idea of like a guy at a at a bar looking for other women who aren't even at the, the, their <laughs> right, competition the, is not just women at this bar, but also right. women on this app. And I guess the thought is like, oh, look at I guess no one here is good enough. Let me go to the right. virtual bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it could be taken that way. Right. Yeah, I guess like I, I it becomes you know like do you ever do you ever go in a store and see something and you kind of like want to buy it and then you're like, is this overpriced? Let me Google it. Let me go and then, online. Yeah, and, and then you kind of try to, I try to see like if I can get it cheaper on Amazon or something. I, 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 I know what you're talking about. I've never done that. I, I am a shopping idiot, but I know that like there are shopping, you know, that's like a pro move to yeah. me. Yeah. Or I'll do that at like, at like duty free at the airport where I'm like, is this actually a deal? Let me see how much it actually costs. Right. Um, But I could see why that would be, that's what I'm saying. If, if it's, if it's for people that can feel Right. Insulting. I, I guess from my point of view, it's just like, ugh, like, you you know, had the good spot in the bar. Right. Like when you, you had so it, much hope there, I, the moment I put aside all the garbage to have hope, some more garbage got dumped on me. Right. You know, like, oh, let me move this garbage aside. Take a seat at the bar. Yeah. It sounds like it quickly got contentious. I mean, as quick as I could have. I, I never saw that coming. I, I to be honest, I had. So then I had a second martini and then you headed out headed to will fianel did another drink there which wasn't necessary okay um but i know the bartender there a little bit you know they know uh you know they uh that's norm the guy. yeah norm yeah. that's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone cheers yeah. um and then i went home and ate a bacon egg and cheese okay that was my night but i mean and then i woke up feeling like shit about it about the, I mean, the interaction sounds like. Just the whole thing in general. Like right. I was like, you know, I guess like it's funny because when, when, when I was, when we were doing this podcast and I was in a relationship, you go, go out, do, you know, and, and you tell people it's easy to, and, it's and easier to say than to do. Yeah. To do, you know, all. And, and again, this is why the dating apps, we hate them, but we attach ourselves to them. Dating apps offer no negativity, really. They just, right. they have a, a long game negativity. But if you really wanted to like meet someone, like I think what I did, if I did that 10 nights in a row, I would have six good nights, four bad nights. Yeah, and you'd have dates lined up. And I would have dates lined up. I think I, I honestly do believe, but when you do it on a one-off and just concentrate on that one night, 
I do it understand. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It leaves yeah. a bad right. right. But I mean, if we're thinking about you dating overall, mm. like, how are you feeling about? Are you going? Are you on the apps? Like, I, how are I you meeting people? I to am. Go out um, with? I'm probably annoying people on the apps. I doubt that. I hope I'm not, because um, I'm talking, but I'm not going Asking anywhere. Um, I've gone on a couple dates recently, but my time in New York has been so choppy. Okay. Yeah, you've been traveling a lot. Travel and right, and then you know the momentum thing. I do give more credit to it now than I ever did before. Right. You know, the idea of like, hey, let's go grab a drink real quick. You know, like, I think that has to be part of your dating, uh, your sheath. To date you. To date sure. me. I yeah. think to date just generally in New York, it has to be, okay. you know, because things, I think, especially as you get older, I think like when you're not doing pregame for the birthday party right. at 25. You need to be flexible. You need to be fle at 34, 30. When you get in your 30s, I think there's an element of like, hey, I'm out in this area. It's Saturday and I'm not going to go out until four in the morning. You know, like the Saturday, six o'clock, I'm having a couple drinks with one friend. Let's go get another drink now. Dusky. Right. I think those are important dates in the city life. Well, it makes the whole thing a little more like casual feeling, but also right. like. Maybe fun, fun, casual, Less and like, built up. and and like a regular For way to get to know. know someone. Yeah. You know, I don't. It is almost abnormal to be like, okay, Wednesday seven o'clock is get to know you hour. You know, it does, and that doesn't feel sexy to me. Okay. You know, like I mean, it, I used to prefer dates like that for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I understand why they're preferred. I think they Maybe have to be part the apps, of the mix. Though. I think in the apps, it can, again, it's not like you're under the illusion. Like if you've already met someone and they're like trying to meet you out, to me, it seems a little bit more like, are they taking it seriously? Well, we're sure. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. I, I agree. Versus um, on like um on the apps, you don't really know them. Like we both, we both don't want to necessarily invest in a whole like preset plan. Like let's make it a little more casual. Like, I guess fun. I'm talking, I'm talking about something else. I, I, okay. I'm saying like, you've gone on one date and the momentum is like, what's the second date? Okay. And the second date being that like, Hey, Saturday, I'm out for brunch with my friends. Want to get a drink after this? Okay. But you're asking before Saturday? Yeah. The, yeah. Like on Thursday. Hey, yeah. this weekend. Oh, I have brunch with friends. You That's know what fine. I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think like, I think there's like different, like, you know, date weapons in the sheath is what I'm talking about. Right. Like, like there's the seven o'clock, let, let's get to know you hour. Yeah, that's a part of it. And then there's like the Saturday, like, hey, let's see what this like midday thing looks yeah. like, you know, and let's then there's like the dinner and, date. And then there's yeah, the there's the late night, you know, and that's the way you get to know someone is all these different versions right. of the Barbie doll, yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's, um, and I think when I go away so much and then come back, I'm always in this seven o'clock get to know you hour. Okay. Instead of. Because you're the, not like your whole life is here. So it doesn't feel as casual. Right. And it doesn't feel like I'm getting to know someone in a real way. It's a more interviewee way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's. um. Yeah. I, I. When I think about dating right now, it, it also feels like such a long road. Why? Um. To, I don't know. I, I think to like. get to that comfort level where you can right. play Wordle next to them on the couch? Yeah, I think that yeah. feels like it's very far away. I don't think it is, though. 
Um, you hope not. Yeah. I don't think it like I think with the with a person that you feel like you're really compatible with, it could happen pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess the the the, the non hopeful part comes to the like, are my are you going to let yourself be that compatible with someone? Well, that I think is maybe like the crux of the the issue because right. like. Again, I think you could be compatible with a lot of people if you're like, if all the general things are there, it's like, mm. instead of going into it, like, there's a one in a billion chance. Mm -hmm. If you go into it, like, yeah, this could be like, I had a great time with this person looking forward to seeing them to them. And um, I could see, uh, I could see going, I could see this lasting. Well, I guess, I guess that's also part of it is like putting it on such a pedestal of like one in a billion chance versus this is the one. Well, it doesn't have to be this you know, is the one where it's right. like more like this was really fun. I could like maybe like you ne you never like uh I'm look I'm excited for the next date. Right. Like I think that's all it has to be at this point. I agree with that. I guess it's I guess it's hard to get excited when you pull away from you know like when you go okay I'll be back in a week <laughs> you know like you go. But if you have, oh, I'll be back in a week. Let's let's go out um, in a week on, at seven on whatever. Like, cause you already met them and you're already in, you uh, theoretically you would be excited to see them. In a week. Right. I guess I get, I get away from it for a week and I go, am I excited? But like, is this, why? I don't know. Maybe I, well then my why would right. be, maybe I'm not excited enough. Maybe I should cancel it. But I don't I think come that, down to that. But if you feel that way about everyone. Then, then, then maybe I don't think that that's, maybe it's just, again, that there's, there's too much time or putting too much pressure on it. Like if you're yeah. kind of like, I had a good time. If you leave the date and you're like, that was fun. I would do that again. Set up the next date for if next week if you're out of, out of town and then be like, yeah, all I need to know is that I had a good time last week. Let's I'm going to go out again and hope I have a, as just good of a time. Right. Event. Right. I, I. And then you do that enough. And then, you know, it's it's funny. It's like the the it's it's like uh, it's like. um sweet and low mm -hmm. you ever had you ever put sugar in your coffee and then put sweet and low in your coffee i don't i usually just go milk you go milk nothing yeah. sugar just isn't as powerful as powerful as sweet and low yeah and the sugar is pretty good you know and i you know sometimes a second date tastes a little bit like sugar and then like the let me sit on my phone and maybe find a new conversation that excites me feels a little sweet and lowish. But none of the new convert you never, it's not like any in the past you've been like, Oh, I almost went with this person, but then I went with this person who I liked so much more. Totally agree. It's, it's, right. it's, it's a, a mirage again. That's what I'm it's, saying. Yeah. So like, to me, it's like, I would almost try to like distance yourself from that voice of saying, or that moment when you want to go on your phone and look at someone that might be better, like take a break from, take a, take a second to like breathe right. through that. And be like, no, I had a good time with this person. Like, I can have an even better time time next. And but and this time I'll know them even better than I did last time. So it'll right. be that much more comfortable. Right. Does that understand? I don't hope that doesn't make me sound like a monster. No, like, I think the, a lot. Of I don't people... think I'm comparing. I'm comparing a ghost. I'm just like you know. Like, I'm comparing the the the. Right, but I think the, it's just important to remind yourself right. in those moments that like that doesn't turn out to any. That doesn't like. There's like you said, like you're chasing a ghost. There's nothing. There's no one that's really like been like, oh, thank God I didn't go on a second date with that person because right. this first date with this person was like so much more incredible. Yeah. I Unless I, you are feeling that, in which case then go with the second person. Right. <laughs>
Well, I don't know. Thank you. I, this feels more like a benefits episode. Did I waste my benefits? No, we, we still topic. Have one coming we, up. Uh, we, I still got to. Now I got to find something new to talk about. I mean, it's, I, I also feel like it's for me. It's probably for you. It's probably annoying to hear me be like, just be positive. Just think well, it could be like whatever. Like I know that that's so much easier for me to say coming at it from this angle than it is for you to do in practice when you're going through it every day. Like, it yeah, it's not so annoying. It's more like, I, I guess, like you know. It is funny that uh, a second date feels like work to do. Like I would it feels think like it feels task. better than a first date. Like I wouldn't. Well, I feel like I've always, but if I've talking, gotten if I've gotten to a second date, I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was into this enough to go on the second date, and I already, it feels more comfortable than the first date. Right. Yeah. I. You would hope that's the feeling. Yeah. Um. But there's sometimes that sometimes it feels like you're just pushed into. You're like, I got to take the medication. You know, like I gotta just go. Even if I don't want to be. Even here. if I don't want to, like I, you know, I want to be excited to go on a date, but I also you go okay, let's go. You know, like go. You know, like you gotta right. push yourself, and because I guess it's the comparison is to sitting at home and like not having to like. Well, if the sitting at home and not having to speak to anyone does actually seem more appealing to you, then maybe you just don't really want to date. Right, that could be it. Which There's a fine. laziness associated to it. I, that feel, I associate laziness to it. It doesn't feel like laziness to me. It feels like a disinterest in like getting to that level. Because I do think if you were like truly interested enough in like getting to a fifth date, mm. you would want to, some part of you would like want to go. So if you're thinking like, I'd rather just sit at home and I, that's to me is better or feels better than this other thing. then maybe it's not just like, you're just not that into it. Yeah. Into dating in general. That could be it. I guess also talking about it so much. Like, you know, like it, it you know. I'm sure it's exhausting. It's yeah. exhausting. Right. Like, and I think that's part of it. Overanalyzing everything. Because, everything. Because you talk about it on every, you know, many hours a week. Right. And looking into it and looking into my own stories yeah. and what it's, you know, and, you know, when you're in a relationship, I think it, it was easier for me to be like, well, these are other people's stories. I, here's how I would do it. You know, yeah. and then you can yeah, go so back I'm saying, to it's your... It's easy for me to say all this shit. I no, get that I it's don't, not that... No, but I, I appreciate it. But I'm just saying from the, like, bird's eye view of it all. Right. That just seems like what it's... What's, Maybe that's know. it. Well, listen. Let's I mean, get to the show. March I, I, sucks. I don't wanna, you, could, yeah. you, could, you could take a little break and then come back. Like, well, March, April, and then I go to Europe. Yeah. So you could say... If you really wanted to, you could say... I was going to extend my trip in Europe, but I keep coming back with that front trip. Well, don't go to France. <laughs> Italy was on my mind. Italy's great. I love Italy. I love Italy. I, I loved Italy when I was there abroad. Florence, yeah. You and, you Firenze. And both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Italy's, I think, a lot more American friendly. I think so. Could yeah. really pasta it up. Go for it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> what else is going on? You, um, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. The Tom Sandoval story keeps is it, giving me is more it keep information. Going? It keeps going. There's they released some statements that's not going on with me. I feel like Kelly Kapoor from The Office. What's going on with you? <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm on the road. Tom Cruise had a baby. <laughs> like, Tom Cruise had a baby. No, that's the oh. the, that's the joke from the thing. Well, he's like, "What's going on with you, Kelly?" Oh she was yeah, like, What's yeah, going yeah, on with yeah. you, Kelly? And she's like, "Well, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes had a baby. And they named her Surrey." And she's like, What's happening with you, Tom Sandoval? <laughs> well, these are the road dates that are getting in the way of me finding the one. 
Uh, this got sad real quick. I didn't mean it to be. No, I, I think you Jared people can really. It's also a weird time of year. Maybe that is it. It's the end of March a March comes a in like a lion. Goes out like a lamb. That's going to be you. That's what it is. Yeah. I'll be lambing all around this world. Spokane, Washington, Oklahoma City, Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, Kansas City, Missouri, Nashville, Tennessee, jaredfree.com. Go to my website for tickies. And guys, very exciting announcement. We have our 2023 tour dates. We're coming on the road again. That's right. You Up Live is the event for the whole group chat. We do dating app makeovers. We play Red Flag Deal Breaker. We bring people on stage to tell their dating stories. We do deal reveals. It is a blast of a show that we are proud of right such a fun show we're coming to chicago in may and then we are coming to philly new york um dc DC, boston Boston. i think that's it in june so get your tickets if you want more information about the dates and the link go to the you up podcast instagram it's at u.up dot podcast on our, Instagram. Our trusty Instagram yeah. handle, u.up.podcast. Exactly. There will be all the information on there. Right now it's on pre-sale. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, March 14th, it's on pre-sale. The code is Betches. Um, and if you're listening after Friday, it's on regular sale. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's get into the show. You ready? Yeah. I mean, it's a very relatable topic. I think like it's a good segue into today's email. Right. I'll read it. 
Hi, Jane Jay. I won't even go into how much I listen to you and quote your podcast, but I digress. Let's get to it. I've got a dilemma. I feel like I'm a, a, I'm at a total mismatch for the pace at which modern dating relationships generally move. I feel like you go from strangers to grandparents from Willy Wonka at light speed and no one stops to take the time to actually see if they're actually compatible in the rush to seal the deal. I get it, baby. Am I the only one? I have had four or so flirty turned frumpy dating situations. <laughs> flirty turned frumpy is such a hilarious description. Frumpy. Flirty to frumps. Flirty to frumps. <laughs> In the same number of months this winter. Honestly, I'm at a point where I'm declining dates just to stop the inevitable series of events that leads me to breaking up with someone just because I am not able to move at their pace. Emotional, not just physical. <laughs> Is it crazy to not want to devote so much time and emotional energy into someone you just started seeing? We meet on date one as, str as strangers, whether that be online dating, a hookup, someone you meet at a bar, even a friend or a friend you've, you've met once or twice. And from there, the clock starts ticking. After that, one or two dates is expected per week. And not only is time expected, but emotional investment. Coming to my home, meeting my friends and roommates, being included in group plans, and dates turn from swing dancing to watching movies. Ugh, I can watch movies alone. Wow. <laughs> swing dancing? So she's describing the dream to me. Right. <laughs> now, I am not trying to be withholding. I just don't like a few, I just don't feel like a few cumulative hours of knowing one another grants them unfettered access to my time and priorities. Is there a manner of meeting someone in a romantic setting that doesn't fast track the process? For context, I am a 32-year-old woman. My last few dating experiences have come from team sports leagues, online dating, travel, and unabashedly asking strangers at a party for a setup. What? They were really cool. Okay. How should I move forward? Should I not go out with cute Jan from Tinder? Or should I just be up front? Jan is an interesting name. Screenshots attached from one of the recent breakdowns. Best from one date to elderly bed me. Let's read these texts because okay. I do think they, they sort of exhibit the what's going on here. So I'll be him? Yeah, I'll be her. Okay. okay. Actually, can we rain check? Super long day and I'm wiped. Wow. Okay. When are you free again? Like two weeks? You know, I'm over the passive aggressiveness. Let's not do this anymore. I feel you. You didn't make, you didn't seem like you were into me anyway. <laughs> not trying to be passive aggressive. Just a little annoyed at being canceled on my way. Uh, canceled on my way. I think you're a great person regardless and wish you luck. If you ever want to hang uh, as just friends and do something outside, hit me up. So she's canceled on when he's on the way. That is kind of fucked up. In it is opinion. kind of fucked up. But, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Can we rain check when the person's on the way? It's rude. Right. Sorry. I'm just slower to catch feelings and you seem like you needed things quickly for me. You seem relieved, honestly, like you were expecting this anyway. We're expecting this. Anyway, I think you're great too. Good luck out there. That's a good read. I catch feelings quicker, but I'm more than willing to go at your speed because I like who you are so much. I'm not relieved. It sucks. And this is going to be a rough one for me. But I don't want to push the issue if I'm being passive aggressive or crossing boundaries. Would you be open to dinner out somewhere before you head out to Hawaii or heads uh, or hard set on a clean break? Last night's plans and today on the way did look passive aggressive. My bad. Definitely got hung up on you forgetting we had plans for Thursday and whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. She seems to be gaslighting him. A little bit. Personally, this is what I'm thinking. I, she's just not into him. And, yeah. and she made a plan. She wrote a check her ass couldn't cash. But she made it about him being all clingy and shit. Right. The like, passive aggressiveness. And, right. It's like just that's rude. Say, acknowledge that that's rude. Yeah. She doesn't want to take 
the loss. Like she doesn't want to be like, I just don't like you. Yeah. Instead, she's going, these people get to go they're to- They're so clingy. They're always right. looking at, all of a sudden we're in bed and we're Willy Wonka grandparents. And it's like, yeah, the, but that's also like two to tango. Yeah, I think she gets she gets like a, maybe a little bit more of a pass from this because she's she's a woman where she's like say like I think if a man wrote this in I'd be like you're being a dick just right. like say like like you're blaming the man you're blaming the woman for wanting to hang out hang with, out yeah. with you and see you and you're calling her like clingy and saying she's a, they're they're all obsessed with you and I have to end it or like not go on these Tinder dates because everyone's so into me right it's like um. Just because you were like more aloof and less interested in people, that's what's maybe drawing a certain kind of person to be more clinging to you. But like, like I agree with you. Just say you're not into it. Well, and also like make the dates you want to go on. Like you're an adult. You're and I. This is advice I would give myself. Like you gotta. Like I, you I'm, don't have to I, go I, swing dancing, right? <laughs> hey, let's do swing dancing. <laughs> Hey, how about a drink? Not my style. Not my yeah, style. Yeah. Not, I'm not looking to swing dance. I don't yeah. need to go to the fucking, you know, the hoedown. You know, yeah. like I, I, but I do think it's hard because you, you, you know, you, sometimes it can feel like you're like the negative one. Like I remember there was this guy in my fraternity. He used to come in your room all the time. Like he would like pop in and you'd be sitting there like on the couch. And this guy in my fraternity would come in and be like, Hey, do you guys want to go to the local farm and get some milk? And we'd be like, fuck no and you would always feel a little weird being like fuck and he'd be like you don't want to get the best milk you've ever fucking had and you're like no i want to sit here and do nothing not my style it's not my style right so i can understand where from her end there's like and in the world of dating everyone's like oh why won't someone make a plan i just want to go to the hoe dance and i just want to go square dancing and then these guys are like let's go square dancing and you're like Oh, and you're the one going, well, that's not really what I want to do. Right. And, and just say that. It's hard to do, but you got to just say it. And Mike said that to me earlier. I asked him to do something that he didn't want to what do. Did he, what did he I ask? asked him if he wanted to come to a meditation class with me when we first started dating. And he yeah. was like, I'll be honest, it's not really my thing, but I'm happy to do something else like a different time like and i'm gonna pass how did you feel about that? i was so insulted i was like oh he doesn't like me like <laughs> if he liked me he would have come anyway right i mean i didn't say any of that to him obviously it was all just happening in my head mm. but um now i'm looking back and i'm like yeah he just didn't yeah i would go like it wasn't as like i right i was over analyzing it i think right and it's also to his credit will i be my best self here <laughs> right and yeah. am i gonna be horrible to be around is, yeah. is a and question. Will I shine? <laughs> oh, right. In the, especially in the beginning. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, you know, you know, someone's like, hey, my my grandmother died. I want you to be at the funeral. You know, you go, well, I don't think I'd shine in that situation. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Right. In the beginning, you can say when they're like, hey, would you like to go to this meditation class? And you go, you know what? Listen, that's that's not a date for me, but I would love to get drinks next week. Yeah. Like, I would love to do coffee on Saturday. And that also tells you like, again, it gives you like a little bit more insight into the person who they are, yeah. how they operate, what they like. Like when, when, when are they going to be zoned in and when are they going to be like, well, fuck this shit. Right. Right. You want to go to a museum today? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, you, you said you relate to the list to the reader though. The I writer. relate to this idea of like, it does feel like, Hey, we're strangers. Now we're couchers. 
You know, like like getting too intimate too soon. It's hard to not do that when it's like, especially I feel like getting older, you go, I don't have this other group of friends to like lean on to fill these other parts of the day. I am free. Right. Do you want to go do this other thing? But I, I, I think to her, I would say like, start offering some alternatives that you actually want to do. Yeah. Like, hey, want to come over and cook dinner and sit on the couch? Hey, that's a little bit too ahead of where I'm at. Yeah. You got to protect your time. And also, I think, I mean, sort of similar to the advice I gave you, if she's looking at these dates and like, oh, they want to go on a second date in the same week and I don't really want to, like, maybe you don't really want to date right now. Right. Or maybe you don't want to date that badly. Like, you maybe you just want to like, go out and hook up and then go home and that's right. fine too. But like, to me, it's more like, yeah, people who are dating and going on dates, that's what they want. They want to find they, yeah. someone. To, I don't think it's like she's all these people are these clingy, insecure losers. Like, right. I think it's kind of like if and if a man were writing this in, too, I would say the same thing. It's like that's the goal of most people who are dating to mm -hmm. be in a relationship is to get to that point. So if right. she's like so turned off by the idea of that, maybe she should just say that's not what I really want right now. Right. And when she says in her texts, like um, if you need uh, you seemed like you needed things quickly for me. You seemed relieved, honestly. It's like, yeah, when someone's trying to hang out with you, they want an answer to the, to to the mystery. Yeah. So when, they, they're, they're like, I'm anxious. Right. Like, oh, is she. I. She finally said yes to this date. I'm on the way there. Right. And then he's kind of trying to make sense of it. And he's going, well, I'm free next week. Just tell me you don't want to go out with me, so that I stop trying to get to know you. So yeah. like, I do understand where she's like. Oh, you seem to like already know. Yeah, everyone already knows. Like everyone knows when they're being boxed out. Everyone knows when they're being iced. You know, when it's like, oh, well, today doesn't work and tomorrow could work. And you know, we're not all, no one's smarter than you. Yeah. You know, so she's I, trying to make him break up with himself. Right. And listen, I, I, I agree with you. What you're saying is like, maybe this ain't the game you want to be in, even though it sounds like you want to. You, right. It feels like maybe you think you want to be in the game, but you don't actually act like you want to be in the game. Yeah. And that's, I think, and, and the moment she takes ownership of that and realizes that that's her problem, not everyone else's problem. Right. Then like, it's like, don't participate in an activity that you don't want to actually be at the end for. Right. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so 
comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I like this one. Yes. J&J. First off, I think I have a perfect name for the recent awkward sex with the condom inside her. Come dumpster diving. Okay, a bit harsh, but I lol. I really don't like the term come dumpster at all. Yeah, I I stay away from come dumpster. I guess come dumpster diving in relation to the story that was about a woman having a condom inside her i guess i feel like cum dumpster is like a slut shamey term ish right right? if i if i was calling a woman's vagina a dumpster yeah might not look good on me you could say it i think i wouldn't say it i feel like (laughs) (laughs) i know i could but i wouldn't right if i got into the dumpster world yeah, it's just not, it doesn't, no. it's not a gentlemanly term. No. So, but thank you for the suggestion. Yes, appreciate, yeah. you know, <laughs> helping us out. At the peak of my slutty phase, married crone now, <laughs> one of our frumps writing in. One of our old hacks. <laughs> During my post-college post-birthright, what up, Hebes? person really came in hot <laughs> they're like yeah i got one for you come dumpster what up jews yeah they're coming in very very hot this right. is what this is one of the this is not the end no <laughs> uh post birthright what up hebes euro trip romp i found myself staying at the pink palace in greece have you ever been to the pink palace i feel like it's been referenced maybe on this show before too like as a hostel type thing i've been oh you've been it's in Corfu. Can we look at it? Maybe up? it was referenced by you. Maybe it was. The Pink Palace was like a known. You went to Greece? I've been to Greece. I went on when I was abroad in oh, uh, Firenze in Greece, Florence. Yes. Is the uh, Pink Palace is in Corfu? A Mykonos? hostel, a hostel like notorious for its debauchery. I am familiar with the name the Pink Palace in Greece. That okay. was like, and, and this person's probably around uh, my age, your age, because. That sounds that like it's an era. Yeah. Day. Well, she said she's an old married crow now. Right. One of our frumpies. Yes. Corfu. Corfu. Right? right. I've been there. Right. Yeah. The type, Not sponsored. The type of place that the Taliban would point to as the proof of the decay of Western society. And you have to be like, okay, I see, I see it. Okay. okay. Agreeing with the Taliban. This person has taken a lot of <laughs> liberties. They, they took a creative writing They're class. They're going for it. Um, all this is to say very fun. Lots of Australians. I met one such Aussie on a hotel booze cruise and he had a lot of riz. Am I doing it right? New York times. Okay. <laughs> this person. They're I, kind of, it's kind of the person where I imagine if they were like here, I'd be like, they're kind of funny. Kind right, of a lot. Right. <laughs> right. It's the type of person you'd have to explain before they came to the party. Right. Listen. Sometimes they hit. Right. Sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes, right. but you have to go. Sometimes you kind of for everybody. A bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hit or miss. 
he was a news anchor or something. So my 22-year-old self was like, okay, he's famous. We flirted heavily while downing shots of Uzo. When the boat stopped on an empty island, we found an abandoned Greek snack shack and started to hook up. Fun detail, he had a Prince Albert piercing and told me he got it because his penis wasn't so big. So he wanted to enhance pleasure for all them ladies. Opa. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I appreciate the the... the Candor? Yeah, the, the 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 color, the color commentary. I, did she ask why do you have? I mean, it seems like an odd thing to to volunteer immediately. Well, having a Prince Albert is odd. Okay. The Prince Albert is a I've never encountered one. So it, it goes. There used to be a wrestler in the WWE who was named Prince Albert, and he had a lot of rings on his face Everywhere. and stuff. Okay. Uh, so he was insinuating that he had a Prince Albert piercing. Which it goes from ball to penis. What? How does the Prince Albert work? Can we look up <laughs> Maddie's search history? I did Google this okay. earlier today. Um, <laughs> On the company computer. Yeah, sorry about my search <laughs> history to HR. That is the, uh, the that, that's standard for batches. Okay. I didn't know what this was until this awkward sex. So it's really educational. But um, I think it's just the tip of the penis is pierced. Do you need the to be the tip of the penis? Do you need to be I uncircumcised for it to be pierced? So. Oh my god. I would ass- right? I, or maybe- I would assume, right? Otherwise it seems dangerous. Well, the tip isn't un- you circumcise is it you the- circum- No, it's the, the 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 foreskin goes over the tip. They're not they're not piercing the foreskin. I guess I don't know very no. much about the male anatomy. Right. Like you and the and- <laughs> <laughs> So wait a minute. Don't bring up pictures. No, we can't. <laughs> so it's the tip to the what? I think it's just like through the tip. Oh, so the Prince Albert is just having, oh, and I guess the pleasure comes from the ring on the tip of your penis rubbing inside of you. I I, th- yes. I guess so. It's probably like a vibrator type situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. I just think it's interesting that he volunteered that, that he got this because his penis was not that big. Right. I, I He didn't, he could have just said, I have a Prince Albert. Right. Yeah. You're right. Unless she asked. Well, why would you get a prince? I guess that is a likely question, too. In which case, I guess I would appreciate the honesty. She is Jewish. Why would you get a Prince Albert? (laughs) Does it hurt? Does it hurt? Was your mom okay with it? Have you cleaned it? Yeah. (laughs) Cleaned it. When was the last time you did some antiseptic? The sex was forgettable. (laughs) (laughs) And done more for the idea of it story as most of the sex in my 20s was. I find that any sort of like public sexual experience is more for the story than the actual. Like I've never had a really good, really risky. Like the sex is never particularly good when it's risky because you're always kind of like a little anxious. You're in your head a little bit. Yeah. Right. Have you ever had sex on the beach? Yes. Not what a cracked up to not me. right that's what i'm saying i and i just i find the anxiety of like the idea of being caught hot it's like right. a great story but you're it's doing always, it to get it done right you're doing it to say you did it right like going I, to a museum abroad exactly you don't actually enjoy it <laughs> you don't look at any of the pain you waltz through it right you to want get to someone to be like oh have you been to the louvre of course of course <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you want to it's like the gym you want to have been to the louvre mm-hmm. you don't want to have to go to the louvre exactly yeah i um I'm with you. Sex on the beach, the the most shocking thing that you shouldn't be shocked about is that there's no give. You yes. forget that a bed has just that little bit of up and down where the beach, it's, it's like, hard ground. I think I was on like even like a beach chair, but it's still like, it's like not comfortable. No, like, sand yeah. up your ass. I still got sand in my anus from a decade ago. 
Fast forward two years later. There's sand still in my pussy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Now past my period of skankery. Did I mention I slept with his friend the next night? I digress. Where is this pink palace? I get to Corfu. I guess so. We got to do a you up recording there. The pink palace. (laughs) We're coming to you live (laughs) from the pink palace. Uh, (laughs) Come dumpster ranch. No, Uh. I'm not allowed to say it. I'm sorry. I was settling into a relationship with a nice and slightly prudish Midwestern boy who knew nothing of this hoe phase. I get a notification on Facebook, this was 2014, saying I was tagged by this Aussie news anchor. Figuring it was spam, I check it out. He posted that he was experimenting with something like spoken word poetry or maybe rap to capture his depth of his life and adventures. There were audio files attached, and so I listened to one. I hear him say, so I boned this chick named my name with big tits on a boat and she was like Israeli or something. <laughs> and I am too horrified to hear the rest. I immediately untagged and blocked him and cannot fathom why he would think I would ever want my family or friends or lovers to hear this. I am also not Israeli. <laughs> so vaguely anti-Semitic. Right. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I guess this is- I got blew by some Jew on the. <laughs> this is like a slam poetry, right? Yeah. Um, I love telling the story because I grew up scared that sex could end up in STDs or unwanted pregnancies. I had never protected myself against unexpected spoken word poetry. Some of my own names for this. Oh, they come she's in with doing their, all the words. Yeah, she, she did it all. Never trust a Prince Albert. Nar escaping the past. I guess that's an Australian accent. I guess. I don't know. It's not really hitting for me. What happens in Greece stays on SoundCloud. I like that better. He's no cunning linguist. That's the that's the one she was proudest of, I think. Yeah. Can't wait to hear you dissect this doozy. What do you think? Um, I find it odd that as a public news anchor, he was right. uh, using this language on SoundCloud publicly on his Facebook page. Is that, <laughs> what, are the, what are the public figures like in Australia? Right. Australia is the different people. I mean, you've been... Yeah. Uh, they're a I little bit more Australian gruff. Guy you did? For, he didn't really live here, so it was just like a couple dates, but it was fun. It was fun? But then I remember at the time I had an office job, um, and he had gone back to Australia, and he tried to have like, he tried to like, have like Facebook Messenger sex with me while I was at in the time difference. <laughs> it was like I had just gotten to work. It was like 8.45 a.m. Right. And he had like just gotten home from some, some... They were like bar, some night at bar, yeah. bar and he's like, what are you wearing? I'm like, a pantsuit? I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is not, I'm not in that mode I'm right now. Up, yeah. I'm kissing up your, your stomach. Um, it is 10 a.m. here. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm drinking my coffee. Yeah. yeah it was a little, uh, the time zone didn't work out for us. Yeah, that's tough. I, I, I mean, <laughs> this story to me, like the idea that like, it is weird we're like too connected, like to find out that I'm getting into slam poetry. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's um, clearly that experience meant a lot to him. He remembered it, it stuck years out, later. Right. It stuck out in his brain. Did you have a name for this? Um, I like Maddie's name of Prince of the Pink Palace. Prince of the Palace. I like that one. Um, I I had a good one. I and thought. she also had Poetic Jizzis, which was which was also another great one. <laughs> How does she do it? Ah, it's great. I had Edgar Allan Bro. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was it. Um, 
Prince Albert Frost. After Robert Frost. I just looked up famous oh, poets. I like that. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker. You find out, like, you go on a couple dates with a guy and he's like, I also, oh, I also like my hobby is slam poetry. Um, I think no, probably. Unless You're it was out. like, if it was really good and not sexual like this. Right. Um, and not re misuse, like referencing where I'm from. <laughs> Right, he doesn't have to be so yeah. specific. This scenario, there's no creativity I would do the in this. same thing. I would have untagged and blocked also immediately. The Jew blew me <laughs> all night. I didn't have any sort of fright. But uh, I came all over my princess Albert's face. Some would say. Did you think it was a race? Okay. <laughs> I like the ending. Oh, sorry. Welcome to the U Up Slam. Yeah, snaps, slam so, poetry. So would you be into it? Um, Girl, no. You hooked up with two years ago. She tags you in a in SoundCloud, a, in a SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's got there's an element of this that we have to like admit to, like you know, Jared has a dating podcast. Like, I'm, I'm sure I dated someone that, like, when I was not doing comedy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're doing comedy and, you know, my stuff gets sent around their group chat of like, this guy wasn't even fucking funny. Like, you know, like there's oh, a. Or I was the person from that sexual experience. I don't. I, but I, I maybe. Mm -hmm. Right. I guess I, I I like to think that I'm pretty. Discreet. I, I discreet. Yeah, but they might. As much but, as but you can be. If it was them and they're listening. Right. I think the fact that he used her name is annoying. Right. And then was like Israeli. Just any yeah. Jew is an Israeli. Right. Yeah. Well, let's say you're dating a girl. She, she, talks about she did dating, say this was post birthright. So she may have yeah. been still talking about her birthright friends, which is something we are tend to do. Potentially. So, so I can understand the, mis the confusion. All right. So let's say you're talking to, uh, you've been on a few dates. Mm -hmm. You're getting serious with this per with someone. Someone tags them. They get tagged in this thing. Before the, you see it, before they have a chance to untag it, they do eventually untag it. Right. What are your thoughts? Um, not happy. I'm blocking too. You're blocking them. Right. Like wait, the girl. This is all. Wait, we. This isn't the same as them. I'm, no, I'm it's saying some guy made it about them. Like, would you? I'm saying, would you? Oh, be a okay? guy made it about someone yes. I'm dating. Oh yeah, I wouldn't care. You're I'd be fine like, with this that. is hilarious. Oh. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> you dated a fucking slam poet. <laughs> what kind of loser am I dating? <laughs> Right, yeah, no, I, I this cool, wouldn't, though. if my wife was like, you're not going to believe this, I just got tagged in this thing, I, this guy, this guy with, with a Prince ago. Albert, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, this is hilarious, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to make my own. Right, I I mean, I would be annoying to live with, I would right. do what you I just, just did. just bringing it up over I would, over uh, again, I'd be like, the ring on my penis tip. <laughs> so you know what you're Hit getting for your next. my cervix with a nip. Your next card. <laughs> Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's do another email. Let's do it. 
All right. Hi, Jane. Jane, I'm hoping you can give me some insight and words of wisdom. I'm go. I'm currently going through a situationship breakup. For a bit of backstory, I started dating this guy in July 2022, and for the first three months, I truly thought it was moving towards a serious relationship, and I was thrilled. In late October, he told me he wasn't looking to be exclusive, but still wanted to date me indefinitely. Uh oh. Not good. I ended things shortly after as I wanted to date exclusively, but then after a few weeks of me feeling brokenhearted, we picked back up again. A tale as old as time. Uh, truly. This is how it happens. Yes. You forget how, you forget what they said. You feel a little lonely. Right. And you forget like how hard it is for someone to go, I don't want to be in a relationship. Like that's yeah. hard for him to say. And then he does the, well, we can also hang out and you can blow me. And there's right. And you're just like, he's still contacting me. Right. Maybe he'll change his mind. Right. You forget I think it's there's also you forget and there's the and there's the hope, maybe it's irrational, that they're like thinking about it differently. This they're time. as lonely as you. I, I they feel they, what you feel. Or maybe, yeah, maybe they're ready this time. They need, you know, they now they realize Totally that's, agree. That's where boyfriend or fuck off comes in. Well, I also um, think this is where the shame comes in. Like they I think right, people are hard on themselves. Right, because they already told you what it is and you went back, so you must be this like pathetic loser. Right. I'm not saying she is. I'm saying like as someone who's gone through it, that's sort of what you tell yourself. Right. And that's why you kind of let it happen and you don't tell friends right. and you, you make excuses for it. Right. Yeah. Because you don't want to be you don't want to you know, I get it. For the last four months, we've been spending time together and doing many of the things we've been doing since the beginning, with the knowledge that he was sleeping with other people in our situation would not lead to a committed relationship. Over this time, I've experienced anxiety and depression for the first time in my life and know it, that it's in large part due to staying in this relationship that didn't meet any of my needs. Despite knowing he is not a good person for me and being deeply hurt by many things he's done over the past several months, I'm feeling completely devastated over him ending things with me today. I'm 30 years old and the pain of this feels more intense and crushing than any other breakup I've been through, despite this situationship only lasting a little over seven months. I cannot wrap my head around this and I'm currently afraid of dating because I'm so terrified of possibly feeling like this again. I can't stop thinking about what could have been, what could have been between us, even though I know logically that it would never have worked. Is there a reason the pain of a failed situationship is so intense? How do I get over this and stop thinking about all of the what ifs, a struggling, sad batch. Well, I'm sorry this is happening. This yeah. sucks. I feel for her. I've I've been through it. I I I know what it feels like. It feels like really awful. Right, and it's the you know, I I tend to believe and, that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say it feels even even more awful because you're like the person broke up with you and they weren't even. It was like you weren't even they weren't even giving you a the chance. relationship that you wanted, like a real relationship. And they still end, like they they ended things after the like renegotiated shittier contract. Right. Like even this shittier contract isn't working for me. Well, I guess that's what it, it feels. I'm saying I understand why like. it feels that way. I guess I'll I'll speak to the other side on that. It's like, no, I know I'm actively hurting someone and giving someone less than they want. And I'm this is kind of why the reveal works. Right. Where it's like. She's like, no, I'll give you what you want. And then he's probably sitting there going. I know that's not what you want. That's not what you want. And yeah. I feel shitty being with someone who's in something they don't want to be in. And so I'm just mm -hmm. going to be like, you know what? I'm going to walk away. So I, I do understand the feeling of that. But to give him the less evil look, yeah. I would say that he's going, well, this is best for both of us. Even yeah. though I would love to hook up with this person, think they're great. I just don't see the future with them as, uh -huh. as a match. And I would imagine that a man, and I'm saying a man because in this situation it's a man, um, a man in this situation 
isn't real is feeling a little anxious about the whole thing too, knowing that the other person is a lot more invested in it. I think that does, I imagine, I would imagine unless he's a monster, take a little bit of the fun away from it from him. Absolutely. That's where we're being as empathetic as humanly possible to this guy. Right. Right. Where you go, yeah, he doesn't want to be a monster to you. Yeah. He, he doesn't want the fact that you wrote to us. It's the first time you've ever felt depression in your life. I'm sure he's not like good. You know, like right. he doesn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. Nobody, most people I believe, and I, this is a very positive way to look at people. I think most people don't want to be the reason you're going through depression. Yeah. I would, I would assume. And I'm saying, but I also think even on a selfish note, I think it's not as fun for them. Right, right. Like, the, the, is it the, fun the, for you to go on a date with someone who you see, who you know wants to be with you and you know you don't want to be with them? Not at all. Not, yeah. there's no romance to it. There's no excitement to it. There's no, again, that's like behind the curtain. That's like seeing how the hot dog's made. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, well, we're, we're both not living in. Reality. Rea yeah. <laughs> or we, now we're living in reality. We're not, there's no romance. There's no fun of like, will they, won't yeah. they hook up with me? There's no fun of, will they, won't they be uh, in a relationship with me? Yeah. Cause it's over. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not fun. I, I, and she says, why does it hurt more? I do tend to believe like a lot of, you know, women break up when they've tried over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like a lot yeah. of women are I, like, yeah, I've said that. Yeah. It's like, please change, please change, please change. Um, they, they've rung the fine. towel. I've, I've tried as hard as I could. I've tried everything I could yeah. with someone that was a good candidate mm -hmm. and it wasn't going to work. And I am sure of it. And I think that's why this person feels as depressed as they do. A lot of guys, me, I'll speak for myself, break up before the next step. This yeah. guy was like, next step is more serious. I don't want to go to the next step. I let her know. Then we came back and we went under this like. It's like we came back, right? Right. Well, she came back to, to at the lesser contract. But he he initiated it, right? I think I, that's what she said. Is that what she said? I ended things shortly after as I wanted to do exclusively. But then after a few weeks of me feeling broken hard, we, we picked back up again. She doesn't say who initiated it. Sounds like her. Okay. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> I felt sad. We initiated again. So, oh yeah, I guess she's fine. It sounds or like her. Maybe, maybe he sent a fire emoji, but she's a part of that. Okay. So I think a lot of you know a lot of guys end things before the next step, and then he's like, "I'll hang out in right, purgatory." I already told, her. I yeah. already told you. And then he's sitting there with the well, sign like, I'm, we're still open for business. And she goes back to the business and they don't have all the shit she wants, but at least they got some of it. Well, here's the other thing, though. It, and this is sort of what makes it an addiction or feel like an addiction mm. is that and I think that's why she's beating herself up over like being so upset about this thing, which she says is only seven months. Seven months is a long time to be undergoing this like intermittent reward thing. Like he, well, mm -hmm. I don't think he's consciously doing it, Sure, but he, she's like, she's getting like, that's, that's exactly what creates an addiction. It's like, you get a little bit of a high and then the person pulls back mm -hmm. and then they give you a little bit more. And then they pull like, it's like the intermittent way in which she gets probably attention and affection from this person. And again, I don't like, I don't think it's like he's necessarily trying to do that, but it sounds like that's what he's doing, especially she's talking about like the way he treated her over the past few months. It sounds like there were like hot, a lot of highs and lows. Right. So I think she has to acknowledge that that's a big part of like what's keeping her so attached to this person because she never fully has got them. Right. And because sometimes he's into her and sometimes he's like, you want to hang out? And she's like, oh, he likes me. And then sometimes mm -hmm. he's ignoring her to go hang out with someone else or... 
or he's not treating her like a girlfriend and that's what she wants. And I think that that's a huge part of it. Like if I look back, that's the, that's, that's one of the major things that kept me so like on the hook. Right. And how, and I guess also like she asked how to get back out there. Mm -hmm. And I would assume part of that, the reason she went back to this guy is like, okay, that's the hurt. I know. Yeah. (laughs) As opposed to that's a comfortable, I know how much that hurts me. I can deal with that. I've dealt with it before. And now she won't go out to someone new. She even says, because I don't want to feel this way again, but it's going to be with someone new. Maybe I always feel this way. Maybe it's every time I'm going to feel this way. Yeah. Like that's scary. I understand why it's so scary. I think she's put this guy on a pedestal too right. because she never fully had him. And I think that's when people tend to do that the most. It's like this elusive thing. And you're like, mm-hmm. if I just get it, it'll make me happy. So like I, you know, I've convinced myself that I'm like a love and obsessed with this person. You don't really know. It doesn't sound like the relationship ever became that intimate. Like How do you think she gets back out there? Um, I think therapy can help because it's like the kind of, to me, the question is more is that, that you, that you're hung up on in these situations is like, why am I not good enough for this person? Why don't they want to date me? How can I feel so strongly about this person? Mm-hmm. And they could not feel that strongly. Was about I me. living in delusion? Right. Like what is like, there's you, you, you kind of, you make it about that. Like, why mm-hmm. didn't he pick me? Right. When the real question is, it's like, why am I attracted to this? What What about this dynamic mm-hmm. makes me feel comfy or makes me feel like good? Like, why do I like people who are treating me like this? Why do I feel like I like um, am attracted to this? And that's right. really the more interesting question that will get you a lot further in your life. Forget this guy. Um, it'll get you more over the situation, but it'll also get you to be like understanding yourself more and understanding why maybe you should pick people who, who were showing you consistent affection and showing you right. consistent um, attention aren't pulling away. Well, I think the good thing that you're saying too, is that like, this is a you problem. It's not the guy problem. Yeah. Like it's like, have you seen, there's been a lot of this stuff about like, people who uh, like obesity being so much more of a mind thing. I think like, I've seen some stuff. There's been that, yeah. a lot of stuff about the psychology of obesity Yeah, and how we've like a lot of times you get into this blame thing of like, well, just, you know, you must be lazy. You should just work out. And then there's a lot of been, there's these studies that are like, no, this is like as much a drug as, you know, as anything else. As yeah. anything else. And I think that this, if this person admits that it's, this is something I need to like. They have an addiction. An addiction. Yeah. Like I, I think if they, then it becomes less shameful as much as sometimes addictions become shame, shameful. But like, I think like. Well, it's less blaming. It's like, you know what right. I mean? Right. I think they say that in like Alcoholics Anonymous. It's like, it's a, it's like a disease. It's right. not like a, you know, not necessarily your fault. Right. So like she needs to, well, the, the sooner she can admit to that, the, I think the sooner she's going to be better off. Yeah. And part of that is, exactly what you're saying like you know going to therapy and like talking with someone about this also another part of it is like hey you can't handle seeing them on social media oh yeah you can't you need to do that right if you haven't done that yet you are literally walking around with you know heroin in your pocket being like nah just walk around with it yeah like you can't you we have to be right i have uh i you think you have more control than you do you don't you have to admit that this social media thing is never going to help you. 
You're never going to be good with it. You're never going to be, and it doesn't make you a lesser person. I think so when we hear from people, there's this like weird thing of like, like I don't want them to think that I care so much. Who gives I'm, a fuck? Whatever, they don't yeah. think about you. You know, they, this <laughs> That's guy, even worse. This guy isn't thinking of you at all. And in and if they and if they do notice it, they go, I, I if I saw someone unfollow me after a breakup, I go, this is what they had to do. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I would. I would. I, I, and, and if I was to go to them and be like. What the fuck? I think there's nothing weirder than two people who have broken up who still follow each other. I think the opposite, almost like, uh, that's my, right. my judgment is in the opposite thing. You ever <laughs> right. see someone, they've been broken up for two years, they're still like, they had a serious relationship and they're still following each other. I'm right. like, what it's, the hell is going on? What are you Was doing? It ever, did it ever mean anything? Right. <laughs> and why are you doing this to yourself? Right. Why? Why are you holding yourself to a standard that nobody is holding you to? I think it's very, very weird. Right. Maybe unless you're like married and share kids or something. But, but that's <laughs> but that's how they got back together, I think, in the first place. It had to be through social media. It had to be fire emoji, you know, whatever right. it is. And unless she just texted him. I don't know. Maybe. But block it, the number. I mean, it's so it's, hard to block the number. I've never done it. But um. I've blocked numbers. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. But that's because they, you don't want them annoying you. Have you ever right. blocked someone so that you wouldn't be tempted to message them? No. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why it's a harder block. It's harder. Yeah, you're right. It's very hard to block someone because you're like, well, what if they change their mind and right. they want to get in contact with me? Like, And I block them. And then I don't even know. <laughs> that's the thing. You're yeah. always in the back of your head. It's very hard to like something that kind of like is ne was never fully doesn't feel like fully off or it had mm -hmm. these like on again, off again moments. You're kind of like. They keep coming at you in your mind. You're like, they keep coming back. Mm -hmm. So because they keep coming back, maybe like they're going to change their mind. Or you hear like some random like urban myth about or someone who one decides friend. to, right, who's, yeah. the, he suddenly realized, he was, what's was that bachelor couple where the guy wasn't into her? Oh, they suck. Uh, uh, Ashley, Ashley and, I and, and Jared. Yeah. Where you're like, Jared that's like nice. the worst Ashley. thing. I mean, that's like the worst thing to happen to that. Like to, to women. Right. And they like, go around telling their story and they and they do it on The Bachelor yeah. where it's like, oh, my God. I mean, they go to Bachelor in Paradise and they're like, you, too, could have what we have. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It becomes this romanticized bullshit thing where right. like even like the Carrie and Big thing. Right. Where you see at the end of that show, it's like she winds up with Big, who's been like essentially doing this shit to her for like years. Mm -hmm. And then one day he decides, Carrie, you're the one. Like, that's how right. the show ends. It's as it's as. Unlikely as Cinderella. Basically. The, mad, yeah. the, the the fairy godmother ain't coming. He ain't coming back. He ain't going to be a different guy to you. The little mice ain't going to make you a dress. Yeah. They're not going to ride you to the ball. Prince Charming ain't bringing you your shoe. But that's not the that's not how we romanticize right. things. So. And this guy, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Go Look, man, if you're watching on YouTube, it's over. It's over. <laughs> and I think, I, honestly, I think therapy was like the probably like if I didn't do that, I don't, I think I, I might still be into it. Right. Well, therapy yeah. is acknowledging it's a thing, not a person. It's about you. It's about you, right. not the per, not this, not this fucking dude. Right. Who could be anyone. Who could be anyone. Right. Yeah. It's not about him. You don't really know him. Right. You have the capacity to get addicted to the game of love. Yeah. And everyone has their drug of, of choice. Right. That's my new single. Which is you cool. have the capacity to fall in the game of love. <laughs> in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. You ready to play some games? Let's do it. Let's get into faux pas or nah. Presented by faux pas can cocktails. Every single faux pas can is based on a tried and true cocktail. Vodka soda, marg, tequila soda, and mule. You can't go wrong. And it goes without saying on this show that we're into keeping it real, which is why there's only real vodka or real Blanco tequila and no artificial flavors or gluten in these drinks. Now let's keep it real with some faux pas or nah. So we are, if you're watching on YouTube, we got a faux pas right in front of me. I got the spicy... Mango Marg. I've got the grapefruit and orange tequila soda. Love it. Nothing now, like there's it. been some debate yes. over what this, how we this should, game is played. We should get into it because someone wrote um, a very angry review right. about this segment saying that we didn't understand our own segment, which... Might be true. Might be true. <laughs> Might be true. They didn't Their have the anger. Could have, you could have left five stars and said the same constructive criticism, but you chose to leave one. One it's, Wait, one hold star. on. Hold on. They put one star because we fucked up faux pas or not, a game that we invented. The, 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 their idea was this wasn't a well-made podcast because we misplaced some wording. They were so infuriated that we didn't understand which one was a nah. Okay, so I think we've interpreted this differently, even the two of us. Yeah. My interpretation that is faux pas is equivalent to a red flag, as in like, it's a, it's a faux pas, but like, I don't consider faux pas to be like, relationship ending situations mm. right like if you sh- like a faux pas See, you show up 20 minutes late to a wedding i wouldn't break up with you got it's a it faux pas. right you've committed a faux pas right not nah, to me was like not nah, the breaker. person see i out. actually saw you know maddie explained it and i thought i was with maddie okay originally that that it was you've committed a faux pas or you have not committed a faux pas nah okay. not you're, so nah you're good, you're good. Okay. You're good. Faux pas. You faux pas. Ish. But I guess it wouldn't. I guess these are less than red flag deal breaker. That it's not. I mean, a, we can play your way. I just think we should. We should I mean, no, we got to get on the same page. Yeah. Here. <laughs> I mean, what do you, Jorge? What do you think? Break the. Are you gonna? We'll we'll have you weigh in. I think I agree more with Jared's. Okay. Uh, so we'll go that. It's three against game. one. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll take the L. Listen, if we have a new. Uh, team here next week, you'll know that Jordana went on a rampage and fired everyone <laughs> in the room. So just, just know, you'll the, know what type of boss Jordana yes, is. We'll find out. If everyone here is new, if <laughs> some random. No, I'm, I'm always open to c- criticism. That's why I read all the reviews right. so that I can get yelled at. Um, so maybe virtually. this guy can change his fucking one yeah, star. I Go know. fuck yourself. That's, I mean, it seemed a little harsh for just right. one segment of the game. Let me give that guy zero stars Ooh, for his review. There you go. You've been J-trained. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. First one. Hello, Jeremy and Joanna. That's for my gu- girl. Sorry. If you listen to the oversharing podcast, you know oh. what that's about. Oh, oh my God! How could you? That now I'm sorry. I'm fine with that. Sorry, who messaged us? You liked the segment. If someone called me Joanna, I um would not care. I love. If someone called me Jeremy, I go go on. I'd let it go. Yeah, I want to see how long it can go. Yeah, let me see how it feels with Jeremy. I love the podcast, and I'm obviously a fan of both you up and oversharing. I am also a fan of oversharing. People, you got to go listen. 
Thank you. Yeah, that is check my it out. that's my uh, meditation. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you guys on a Tuesday, it really eases me into that day. I love that. So start your Tuesdays with oversharing anywhere you get your podcasts. A few months in dating my ex-boyfriend, we went to his hometown to visit his family. To this day, I am still scarred by the mental image of what I witnessed. I was sitting on the same couch as my ex's mom when she motioned for him to come over to join us. He did not sit on the middle cushion of the couch like I expected. Instead, my ex, a 25-year-old, six-foot-four tall man, sat on his mother's lap. His mom is so tiny that this was in no way practical. Come here, honey. Seriously. <laughs> it, it, it didn't help that because I was sitting on the same couch, I got very up close. I got a very up close view of this interaction. His dad and sister were also in the room when this happened and didn't bat an eye. They all continued conversation like this was a normal thing, and he remained sitting there for about 20 minutes. On her lap? Probably long enough for her legs to fall asleep. <laughs> This is crazy. I, I would think I would be being fucked with. I would say something, I think. I think. Are you okay? <laughs> I found this so bizarre, and I cannot picture any of my three older brothers doing this with their with our mom, especially not in front of a significant other. So faux, faux pas or not, nah, the first time you go visit your boyfriend's family, you see him sit on his mother's lap. Sincerely, that's your mom, not Santa Claus. Great sound uh, sign off. Yes. Oh, I mean, this is easy. I mean, faux pas, pas, for faux sure. Pas. This is a problem. Faux pas. Here's the other thing. I find it to be like a little almost like, it's almost like a little like insulting that as his girlfriend, like you're doing that. It's almost like, are you trying to show who's like the head bitch in charge here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you women are crazy. <laughs> What? Like he's sitting on my like right. You should sitting, be sitting on my lap. I mean, you're sitting. You're in a room with like a twenty, like a you're with your twenty five year old son, his girlfriend, right. no, and it, you're putting him on your lap. It is, I guess. It, uh, yeah, right. Maybe it's like it's posturing. also uh, more so. For, I guess of the mom, for the mom to beckon her son lap time. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, I think a, it's a posturing thing on like her on the part. Mom's like, part. Let me show you who's like who's she, the head woman here. He sits on my lap. Yeah, it's creepy. Any lap sitting as an adult is insane. I agree. Even sitting on, I don't even think I would sit on like Mike's lap. Really. Would you? I mean, maybe like if I need, like in a car, if they're like, if they needed to, but I, I prefer my own seat. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I guess like, I, 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 I wouldn't be like disgusted by the idea of a couple, one person sitting on their lap, but I don't think it's necessary. Point is, We've gone necessary. above and beyond. Yeah. Any lap. I mean, if I was at a house. Hey, I'm your mom and dad's. Oh, nice to meet you, mom and dad. I'll just be over here on dad's lap. No. What? Weird. I think you got to ask them what the fuck was that. Right. And then and the maybe, whole family is saying it's, it's like not saying anything. Come here, honey. Like, if you were, let's say like you're in your parents' house with your brother and his fiance and your brother, your mom's like, come over here, Harry. And then he comes over and he sits on her on her lap. Like wouldn't. No, You're, it would be shock and awe. Wouldn't she I, say something? We would all say, yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> you fuck. You would all is, say something. Your dad would say something. Something is wrong in this family. You would say something. Yeah, we would all say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You just sat on a human being's lap, your mom's? Right. I, I, I don't know. This story is like so extreme that I have to, I, I don't know. How could it be true? I don't know. Some people are weird. Yeah, you just don't know until you go, like, and see the house. Like, that's the weird part. Would you break up with this person? I'd have to ask them about it. I do find Would I you do see find a family. A, I do find a like almost like incestuous type relationship with with one's mom by guy by a guy, and I've seen some of that. 
I find that to be like a big turnoff. Personally, yes. some people are like, I like a guy who respects his mom, but also like Two has, dis- has boundaries and distance. Would you, I, I guess the question, the more realistic question is how right or wrong is it to be at the level that you meet someone's family and you're like, I have to end it with you because I've met your family and I don't agree with how you guys interact. Like it is easier right. said than done. Like you are close enough where they're like, come to Christmas. And then the mom is like, come here, honey. And then they sit on their mom's lap and you have to really like. They would have to have self-awareness, I think. You can have like kind of like a, a, a dysfunctional weird. family dynamic. My family's like kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't begrudge anyone who has like, issues with their family members or not the best relationship. But I think you have to go in with some self-awareness about it and explain it as if to a person who might also, who might think it's weird. So you get back from this and you say, Hey, what was with the lap sitting? And they go, you don't sit on your mom's lap. That's an issue. That's an issue. If they were like, listen, like my mom is like a really touchy feely person. And she just makes her so happy when I do this. I think it's kind of weird. I think it's kind of creepy. I would still be, I would still say, I would still think this mm-hmm. person doesn't have good boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have, a, you need to tell her this is not right. done. But that would make it better. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been in family situations where I've seen it. I'm like, uh-oh. Well, is the person like being self-aware about what's going on? Yeah. Okay. But even still, you got to go, this is the rest of my life, maybe. <laughs> right. Well, it depends how close they are. <laughs> right. Yeah, that right. that's a big part of it too. Like, how much time do we have to spend with these lap sitters? Yeah, and it's also like, is this going to be happening publicly? Like, I would I would be embarrassed oh my God. if that Can happened you imagine? in front of your friends. Like, come here, honey. Right, like Can your you your, your brother's engagement dinner, and like your, his <laughs> friends the are there, and and she's sitting on her dad's lap. How about uh, how about we do this a more normal thing, but still weird? Mom sitting on the son's lap. This happens. Is that more normal? I, I think it's more normal than this. A six foot two guy, I think six equal, foot four I think guy e- sitting on a little old weird. woman's lap. Equally weird. Equally weird. Yeah. There's a, that's a little too close yeah. for comfort. It's just, it's too much. Why can't we have our own seats? Right. <laughs> There's extra room on the couch. She already said that. Yeah, it's weird. I just like, wouldn't like the like, to me that shows like a lack of boundaries with your, with your mother. And I find again, Men it's who are a, it's a creepily little, close to their moms are a, a, are a bit of a red flag. It's a little right? mommy dearest. Yeah. Let's do another. It's emasculating, I think, as well. This is emasculating. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Thank you both for consistently making me laugh out loud during my hot girl walks on the Upper East Side. Was also at the taping of Jared's special. Can't wait to watch it once it's released. Me too. Me too. It's going to be great. We're close. I'm excited. We're very close. Um, I was going about my usual Sunday night routine of swiping on the apps, and I came across this guy who used ChatGPT to create his bio, screenshots attached. Are you familiar? I'm familiar. ChatGPT scares the fuck out of me. Really? I don't like it. I think it's kind of fun. I ask it shit all the time. You do? Yeah. So the whole idea is that it's AI, and you can just write a question, and it will spit back at you. It's better for like, I find if you have like sort of an obscure question that won't come up that easily on Google, like mm. they're pretty good at um, giving way you a better. A, a better answer. Right. And I wouldn't, I'm not asking it to write essays for me, but. I don't know what the positive, all you hear about is everyone's like, yeah, it's going to end up 
you know, taking over society and we're all going to be fucking murdered by AI. And everyone goes, oh, that's it. And no one tells you well, why we're going this far. I'm not that concerned. Not concerned? I love all new technologies. I'm not like, again, like everyone was like 23 and me, don't give anyone your DNA. Right. I'm like, yeah. I, why does everyone think that they're so important that someone's going to like clone them without their consent? Like you should be so well, lucky. Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll, what if ChatGPT was like, took it on its own me? to make a clone of you? Can, they, is that are, part of their functionality? That's the thing. It could get to, I'm saying it becomes self-actualized and it says we need to take care of humans. And they say, you, you know, Jordana, you work for me or I make a clone of you. I think at that point I'm probably like dead. We're done. Yeah. I'm kind of like if it's happening to everyone, I'm not that worried. I get it. Like if I'm I, get, I get that. <laughs> someone else is going to like fix this problem. That's not I, me. I just don't know. Like there's no one that's like, yeah, we're doing this because chat GPT solves cancer. No one ever says that. They're like, we're doing this because we can. And you I go, think it's well, like what you the get fuck? A, you get a good answer to a question. More knowledge is power. Right? Was Google enough? When's it enough? I guess we'll find out. Uh, what are you typing in there? Uh, like medical questions. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It gives you a good answer. Sure. Yeah. Like, uh. is this a symptom of whatever? And then, but it'll, Google will just tell you you have cancer. Whereas mm. this will give you like a little bit more of like, a, well, it could be this or it could cancer. be that or it could be, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, a, I find it to be, um, a better. I think it's a better answer than Google gives you. So I'm for it. Okay. Um, so they created his bio for, do you want to read the bio? Yeah, let's do it. ChatGPT thought this would be good. So this is the bio written by ChatGPT. I'm a driven individual and I'm looking for someone who is equally ambitious. I believe in the power of hard work and dedication and I'm constantly striving to achieve my goals. I'm looking for a woman who is equally accomplished. Uh, someone who is passionate about her career and making a difference in the world. Bonus points if you can keep up with me in a debate and or offer a new perspective. Let's conquer the world together. Eerily close to accurate, sadly, but AI hasn't figured me out completely yet. And then they added an additional. I use Google Sheets to overplan vacations, garnering an invite to edit is my equivalent of I'm falling for you on The Bachelor. In case that factoid didn't give it away, I have watched The Bachelor. Philanthropy and service are priorities for me. I am hoping to do more this year. So then. And then the rest you can't see. It's can't like, well, see the rest. Yeah. Will this further? In a, okay. So technology has already drastically changed the fabric of dating culture, i.e. dating apps. Will this further enable the lazy dater? This guy was open about using it, but how many people won't be? Will we all start dating robots like in the movie Her? Just kidding. I thought the way it was presented was funny, so it's a green flag for me, but the brunch table wasn't into it, so faux pas or not. Uses ChatGPT to enhance their dating profile. Also, what are your thoughts on the bio ChatGPT generated? Thanks for the time you all put into producing this podcast, Batch GPT. Um, what do you I think? think? I think the fact that he acknowledged <laughs> that they put it in would make yeah. it fine. Like he's sort of like making a joke almost. It seems like he's like kind of nerdy. Yeah, this is like a personality type. Yeah, and yeah. If, if I'm, if I was like, I don't, I don't know if I would, if that's like so hot, but it's like he's showing who he is just by the nature of saying that he used it and talking about it. I think is sort of like starting a conversation, and I'm fine with it. Right, I I agree with that. It shows how how not helpful her brunch table is. <laughs> your brunch like, table sucks. Your brunch table stinks because your brunch table didn't take you into account. 
you were into it as a green flag. That's all that matters. Yeah. You thought it was, you saw the profile. It's not you predatory. Go, it's not no, like he's lying. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I understand the greater questions she's asking where it's like, will this encourage lazier dating? Will I end up on dates with someone where I don't know that they use ChatGPT? And, but I don't know, even know how they produced this from ChatGPT. Did they write into it like, this is the type of woman I want. Can you write a profile? Yeah, I'm not sure how. I ha again, I haven't had them write any like paragraphs for me on my behalf, so I don't know exactly how that would work. Right. But to me, um, like if you if if something can write a real like if someone's just taking your notes and turning right. it into a paragraph, I don't have an issue with that. And if they're coming up with something completely random and generic, that's not a good bio anyway. Well, I guess could they write into Chat GPT? I'd like a woman who makes, based on this thing that they wrote, if they wrote, like, I like a woman who makes six figures and like, would they write and, that and does uh, charity work. Was this what the output was? Do you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. And, and if that's the case, I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, like you go, that's just someone being like having a friend edit it, I guess. And at some point you're going to have to re meet the real person and you're going to find out whether they are. Yeah. To me, using any of these things, if you're using them to misrepresent yourself, it's just like using an old picture of you. Right. Someone's going to find out eventually, like you're just wasting your own time. Right. I agree with that. But I I mean, I do understand the complimentary. Like I read this profile from the chat GPT and I was like, if I saw that from a woman, it would be too much. It's like too serious for that's a not, dating app. That's not really like your style. Right. But, but again, that's why her brunch table sucks. I'd be like, oh, but I understand why someone's like, oh, I get. Yeah. This is Maybe me. Someone else who was like very into tech and like kind of into like a nerdier guy. He's talking about over planning his vacations on his spreadsheets. Like, right. I'd be like, if that was the kind of guy I was into, this would be fine. I also like the additions of like, almost got me, but right. here's some more. Yeah. This person's trying. And he's like, it's an interesting conversation topic. Absolutely. Like I'm into this new yeah. technology. I mean- us talking about it right now. Will it end the world or not? That's a good conversation on a date. I like it more than the paragraph, like the the, the mention of it. I like it. Yes. Like if that were just the paragraph, I think I would be like, this sounds really generic. It, right. It's the, here's the game I've played. Right. How do, you, how do you feel about the game? That's fun. I agree. So this so is not nah, a faux pas. I um, asked ChatGPT to write a dating app bio for Jared if you would like to hear it. Let's oh, hear my it. God. Oh, yeah. Did it ask you any follow-up questions? No. You I just wrote Jared Freed? I wrote, write a dating app bio for Jared Freed. Oh, wow. That's it. Does you're it public, know who I am? You're a public figure, Jared. You're on the oh internet. My god. Oh, this my God. This is scary as Let's hear fuck. It. Let's okay. Hear it. <laughs> it says, hi there. <laughs> Which, immediately now. <laughs> hi there. <laughs> no. I'm Jared Freed, a comedian, writer, and host of the popular You Up podcast. <laughs> I love making people laugh and sharing hilarious stories from my own dating experiences. Oh my God, I'm going to get zero dates, Chef <laughs> GPT. When I'm not cracking jokes, you can find me hitting the gym, trying out new restaurants. Hitting the gym? I doesn't know you. <laughs> trying out new restaurants or cheering on my favorite sports team. Go Knicks. I'm not a Knicks fan. Uh, but you have I a hat, so it knows. This isn't a Knicks hat. But don't you have a Knicks hat at somewhere? No. Do you? Oh, I, I thought it was you're Chicago because you have hat. so many sports hats. I've been to a Knicks I want, game. I want them to oh. do one for me. I'll do one for you next. Okay. okay. It's still going. Oh, my God. I'm looking for someone who's smart, funny, and confident. Bonus points if you can keep up with my sarcasm. Let's grab a drink and see if we can make each other laugh. They have made me into generic bro loser. I mean, that's your internet persona. Keep up with my sarcasm? <laughs> 
keep up with my sarcasm. I would never give that out I'd to someone. I'd be so upset with ChatGPT. You would never write that bio because, like, never. Just, like, you would never write it. But I mean, the facts besides the Knicks thing are not like completely not, crazy. I mean, none of that is crazy. Let's see what mine is. It's it's loading. Oh yeah. Here we go. Hang on. That's so cool. It's actually freaky. Oh, you got a high there too. So that's oh, their, so their high there is their, their I don't like a their high there. Generic. I don't either. Yeah. Th that's their generic version of like being that's the that's how Opening. a computer would be nice to you right. on a hi dating there. app. Hi there. Oh, it's your first sign. Hey, hey. <laughs> Did this one have hi there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Maybe maybe they got included. maybe they deleted the higher yeah. high there. Jordana says, hi there. I'm Jordana Abraham, co-host of the UUP podcast and co-founder of Popular Betches Media Company. I'm a writer, entrepreneur, and pop culture enthusiast with a passion for making people laugh. When I'm not working, you can find me exploring new neighborhoods, trying out trendy fitness classes, okay, or indulging <laughs> in some guilty pleasure TV. Yes, I watch The Bachelor. I'm looking for someone who's ambitious, anymore. witty, and has a good sense of humor. Bonus points if you can keep up with my banter. Let's grab a drink and see if we connect over our shared love of sarcasm and all things pop culture. Yeah, I see, sound annoying. See, the, I, I think with ChatGPT, we, we both sound like the generic. Well, listen, if you're, this should tell people, if your dating app profile has something about keeping up with my sarcasm. Right. It could you be written are by a robot. AI. You're a yeah. robot. Yeah. You're a robot. Yes. You've done nothing. Keep sarcasm out of the dating apps. Great lesson. I'm happy we did this. This, yeah, is, this was fun. This is very fun. Um, I think this is some social content if we were going to pull a video. Um, because if you were- We would never use these. Never. But I think it's important to know that some of you are writing profiles that sound like you're a robot. Well, that's how you know this thing isn't that advanced yet. Not yet. Too. Well, it's not going to start fucking making us work for it. We're a couple years away. Listen, Hopefully. we all need jobs. Right. So. Okay, let's do one more. Hi there. <laughs> do you want to read the last one? I'll read the last one. Okay. J and J, I'm a longtime listener, big fan of the show. I especially love the new SOS episodes. We got a lot of feedback. A lot of YouTube um, views on that on that video. Mo People want to see had, the yeah. dynamic between us. So if you're out there and you want to be on camera, like we're, you're going to move to the top of the heap. Danny, I'm sure, has gotten many dates. I wish. Maybe, he's, let's get a follow up. From he's him. Been, he pitched a tent on Roosevelt Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing what you do. I have a faux pas or nah for you. Last summer, I was at, pretty active on the dating apps. I was messaging with a few people at any given time and going on a couple of dates a month. I lived in D.C., which is a pretty big city. So lots of potential matches. One night I was at a bar with some friends and a guy approached me and says, Amanda. Amanda? Is that you? I looked at him and didn't recognize him at all. He said he recognized me because we had matched on Hinge. I was taken aback. I didn't remember this guy's profile or messaging with him at all. I was shocked that he recognized me so definitively. I wouldn't say I have a unique look or anything like okay. that. <laughs> I look like all the other bitches. <laughs> Just some faceless woman in DC. Yeah. Amanda, you need some more confidence. <laughs> I asked me, him. <laughs> but I'm just a, a humble local accountant. <laughs> I asked him if he had a photographic memory and he said, no, I mean, she's really not giving herself any credit here. Right. Gonna... I mean, he was attracted to you. Yeah. He so, looked at your profile, which yeah, you put out there. You are someone's foot. Remember that, Amanda? Exactly. He was like so into you that he's like, I got to talk to Amanda at some point. Or he's following you around town. He's your stalker. That's possible. 
We chatted for a few minutes, but honestly, I was a bit creeped out. I guess it took guts on his end, but it wasn't my favorite way to be approached. I ended up going back through my matches after looking uh, later looking for him. I had gotten his first name, and I couldn't find him in any recent history. He definitely could have unmatched me after we talked and didn't vibe, but I am con- not convinced he was th- in there to begin with. That's so she doesn't right. trust that he's that even, he even knows her from there, right? That's Which right. is scary. That's a little scary, yeah. So faux pas or not, he recognizes you from a dating app. I have a feeling this might be one where it differs for guys versus girls, but would love to hear your take. Uh, signed, am I just a face? Am I just face blind? Okay. What do you think? Apart from her, like her disbelief on how anyone could possibly recognize her from an app, I think that part normal. I agree that him saying it and like approaching her with that being the thing that he's saying is a little bit of a turnoff. I've had. I've had a guy do that to me before, like went out being like, oh, we, I saw you on an app or we mm. matched on an app. It kind of like, I almost would rather them, even if they knew that, approach me and pretend not to know that and tell me later. I totally agree. It takes I, away like the romance. Well, of it. also it, it puts you in a position that you're the forgetter and they're the, the good person who remembered. Like That too. It puts you in yeah. a position that you're kind of an asshole. Right. Even though they don't think that of you, they've put you in a position where, oh, you don't remember me? You know, like, no, I yeah. don't. I'm sorry. What am I supposed to do? You immediately have to apologize. I like, agree. I don't I think like that's that. the kind of thing you would say to someone after, like, if you already, if you just approach them and you were speaking and then later it might just come, like, come out that you had actually already seen them on a dating app. This is an interesting thing. I got a match on a dating app last night. Okay. Had this happen. They go, we've been on a date. Uh, the match said this. Yeah. So on. They and they were very the cool about it. Okay. They were yeah. they were actually cool about it in a way they were like um, I'm not sure if you, you you remember but like in 2018 we went on a date okay that's also long enough ago to- totally yeah. but I'm yeah. saying like there was another way to go about it that was annoying oh you don't remember yeah right <laughs> like sometimes you'll match with someone like I and you'll match again hey how you been I and someone will be like we already did this it's like right. yeah well that's uh, what like- do you want me to do what you want me to go do 30 push ups. You know, like, right. they're going to put money in we the, also, in the like, square jar. Like also, I, like, we don't owe each other anything from the apps. Right. So that's the other part of it. But the, So I don't like the, Amanda? Like, that's annoying. Yeah. Do have a little bit of common courtesy to go, hey, I don't know if you remember. Like, I, even when even, I met someone before, I'm not better, sure if you remember my name, but I'm right. Jared. Uh, we actually met before in a dating app. I hope this isn't weird. Like, yeah. acknowledge the weirdness. Take your part in it. And I, I think, I agree. Even if he was like, even if he did that, I think it would still be a turnoff. I think anything that kind of like takes you back on the apps when you're in real life, because real life is hotter than mm. the apps, is kind of a turnoff. But I wouldn't be, if he did it like that, I would probably still entertain it. If the, I think you just need a softer approach. I, I think the reason she has gone towards conspiracy theory is because of how he came at her. Yeah. To go, Amanda. Well, it's, like it's a little, pre- yeah. yeah, and it feels like you're putting you back on your heels. And it's like, well, and now I can't even find right, him. You're trying to make you feel bad. Right. Like, what's the- what is this gaslighty behavior going on? Yeah. I would say don't mention the apps until later. Right. I, I would be okay with, hey, um, I actually, I'm not sure if yeah. you remember, but we match on a dating app. I'm so-and-so. And then they go, what's your name again? I, I just recognize your face. That would be better. I agree. But this. No good. Faux pas. Faux pas. Complete faux pas. I agree. We're out. And the biggest faux pas you can make, not having faux pas stocked and ready to go for your next girl's night or date night in. I obviously, you know, huge fan of faux pas. Jared, huge fan of faux pas. Love it, love it, love it. If you're watching on YouTube, I got one right in front of me. The spicy mango marg is 
a bestseller. It is so good. And I I love all things tequila. So I love the grapefruit and orange tequila soda as well. Right. It's a, just a great drink to have and take your mind to the beach. Exactly. It's almost summer. It'll get you there faster. Visit www.faupascocktails.com to find your favorite faux pas near you. That's F-A-U-X-P-A-S and follow at Drink Faux Pas on Insta so you don't miss out on any of the tea. I mean tequila. So we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. Um, and we'll be back on Sunday. With Adam Pally. Great episode. Boom. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge morales Pico. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.